Ashe, my beautiful souls. I hope you are feeling amazing. I hope that even if you're not feeling amazing, you allowed yourself to feel whatever you needed to feel today to get through it, okay? I hope that you just breathed through it, cried through it, laughed through it, questioned it, felt it, sat with it. You just allowed it to be. You didn't label it. You didn't chastise it. You didn't call it out. You didn't call yourself out for being crazy. You just let yourself feel. Sometimes we just need to feel. So, thank you for allowing me to be in your presence today. Thank you for creating space to hear what I have to say and being a part of my tribe. I appreciate you greatly, greatly I do. Um, I'm sipping on some herbal tea today because I have a little bit of a, a cold due to allergies and all that fun stuff. So I'm just sipping on my tea that I made, which is blended with elderberry, ginseng, and ginger, and some other magical creative and spiritual potions. <laughs> spices and herbs. Um, if you want a sample, you definitely can get one. You can contact me on Instagram at Sips with Shay. Um, that's the same as the podcast. Or you can contact me on Instagram at Embrace SOS. And that's my business account. So whichever one you write me, just let me know. Shay, I am interested in that elderberry tea that you were talking about. And I'll be like, okay, I got you. Um, so let's dive into the topic of discussion. And this topic is a beautiful topic. And y'all may not understand it, but you're going to hear it. Why? Because my tribe will always hear and understand my voice. So this topic is the power of mourning. The power of mourning. Can we talk? Can we just have a second to just... Think about a time where you just felt sad. You just felt alone. You felt like no human could possibly soothe soothe this pain. No human could take it away and carry it for you. No human could wrap you up and just say it's okay can we think about a time like that because I I definitely can think about it (laughs) I can think about it quick where it just felt like I didn't want anybody around me all I wanted was for spirit to wrap me up and just hold me and create a safe space For me to cry and mourn without being judged or questioned. I have learned in my life that I get the most strength after I've cried. I get the most clarity after I have released that pain and that sorrow. After I have mourned the experiences, the losses, the, the, the grief, the pain that I've endured, once I can just come into my safe space and cry, it seems like the world makes room for me when I'm done. After the door is closed and I'm just by myself and I cry a good cry from my root chakra, it comes out. 
runny nose, hair messed up, don't care, just by myself, feeling the comfort of spirit near me, helping me purge these feelings. Once it's done and I open that door, it seems like new doors have opened, a new energy of clarity. Why is that? Why is it that, one, we live in a world where people want you to hurry up and feel good? Ooh. People want you to hurry up and get back to you. They don't want you to cry about it. They don't want you to feel it. They don't want you to analyze it. It's like, I'm not used to you being like this. I'm going to need you to hurry up and be happy. And it's like, but these, these are the most vulnerable parts of me. This is the most authentic, naked part of me. And you are uncomfortable by this part? Because I can't throw a a fake smile on. I can't plaster on a cheese for you. You are uncomfortable by my tears and my pain and my sorrow. You want me to just hurry up? Oh, poor baby. You just don't know me. I want to read you something that actually triggered this podcast. Um, I was reading the Bible, or I am reading the Bible And I'm one of those people. I enjoy reading the Bible because it has so many jewels in it. Um, And sometimes it's nice to read things that just gives you a boost. Whether it's the Bible, the Quran, the Bhagavad Gita, whatever, whatever. If it can give you something, self-help book, a chakra book, take it. Because information resides any and everywhere. But what was interesting in this book that I'm reading. I'm reading the book of Ecclesiastes. It spoke on the power of mourning. And I want to read you a couple of scriptures that just really hit different. Um, And if you ever want to read it on your own, you're more than welcome. It's Ecclesiastes chapter seven. And the verse, the first verse was seven verse two. And it said, it is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. Okay? And then the other one was... I think that was the main one that triggered it. Oh, it was 7-8. Here we go. Better is the end of a thing than its beginning and the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit both of those are ecclesiastes the last one was seven verse eight and i promise you that triggered this podcast it really did before i got my hands on the bible today um i cried i just had a moment of 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 purging um i closed my door I lit my candles, I burned uh, some herbs, and I played this beautiful song to help me just feel what I needed to feel. I didn't speak, I didn't text anyone, I just lay down and I just cried. 
And I am aware why I cried. And then there's parts of me that are not aware of why I cried. But I cried. I gave myself the time to cry because I felt that I needed that. I felt that I was doing too much. Do you feel like you're doing too much? Do you feel like you just, you can't get a second to just cry it out or feel it out or mourn it out? It's it's so interesting when you finally do cry, how much tears come out. It's like, wow, I had all that water in me. And when I was crying, I really, I was like, wow, I'm really getting this out. And I didn't judge it. I didn't even rush it. I just, I was like, okay, I guess I needed to. And once I was done, I was done. It was out. Nothing else needed to come after that. And when I was done, um, I got the Bible and I just read it. And those two verses jumped out of me. And I wanted to speak to you about this. Because, like I said, so many people want to enjoy the fun parts. They want to rush you out of the parts that are uncomfortable for them. Yet, those are the most vulnerable parts of you. When it says that it is better to go into a house of mourning than to go in a house of feasting, do we understand what that means? What it's saying to me is when there is mourning going on, that's when everybody's in in their authenticity energy. There's time to reflect. There's time to ask, what did I do with my life? What did I do with my time of walking this earth? Where was my head? Who did I give my energy to? Who did I sit with? Who who hurt me and I allowed them to hurt me? What was I holding on to? What were the lies that I accepted and made them my reality? When you walk into a situation where everyone is mourning, trust me, they are all thinking about what they didn't do and how they can do it. They're reflecting on the person who has passed. What did that person give them? They're reflecting on the situation that or that's causing them to mourn. What did I learn from this situation? It's a time of humility. Can we say that? When you are mourning, it's a time for you to be aware You don't have time in that moment to kind of fake the funk. You are forced to ask yourself some real genuine questions. What have I done? Where am I going? What's happening? And that, my, my kings and my queens, that's when you get connected to spirit because You ask some real deep spiritual questions. If you're mourning over a person, you ask, what did I gain from this person? How did this person make me feel? Can I take that and hold it deep to my heart? 
Can I keep that in in my sacred place? Whenever I'm feeling down, I can think about that. Or did this person make me feel horrible? What did this person give me? What did I give this person? If it's a situation you're mourning, you can ask yourself, what did this situation bring into my life? Where am I feeling the pain in my body? And what is this telling me about myself? And what do I need to let go? Mourning creates a space for self-analysis, self-evaluation, self-awareness, connection to spirit. When you're laughing and in a great mood, trust me, there's there's some power in there too. But it's it's the mourning, it's the crying, it's the yelling, it's the feeling of it that produces endurance to keep going forward. To just keep going forward. To press just a little bit. Why? Because you've mourned. My beautiful loves. It's okay to feel it. I promise you, when I was crying, I was crying for so many reasons. And I acknowledge that after these tears, I'm going to have some clarity. And that allowed me to stay in that moment of mourning longer because I realized like, wow, this is a good space. I felt the the... The presence of spirit hovering over me, just allowing me that space to feel and to know it's okay. And some of us need to understand that mourning and crying doesn't make you weak. I know that society projects this energy of girl, don't cry, boy, don't cry, don't feel it, just be happy. Why are you sad? We don't even got time to be sad. Just be happy all the time. Unrealistic not true it doesn't work if you're happy all the time and everything is always going your way how do you develop spiritual uh muscle if you've never had to get on your knees and beg spirit to help you if you've never had to cry it out and ask spirit for clarification then to me you're a lost soul (laughs) you just you have no spiritual muscle. It's in the sorrow you get connected to spirit. It's in the energy of I am losing my mind and I just want to ball up. That's when the door is open because spirit is saying you are vulnerable. You are surrendering to me. Now I can help you. You have taken the mask off of I can do it all, I can be it all, I can hold it all together, I can keep my family together, I can keep myself together. You take that mask off and you say, I need help. I need guidance. I am but a child in this world. Guide me, spirit, for this I do not know. And watch, watch as the doors open and watch how the gifts from the creator pour down because you've created space in your body when you cried. 
Now spirit can come into your body and show you through dreams, through feelings, through visions, through voices. This is where you are to go, my child. The other verse, when it said, better is the end of a thing than its beginning. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. That one. That one had me thinking. When we mourn and we feel sorrow, we want to hurry up and get to our happy place. We want to hurry up and stop feeling these tears. You ever cried? And in your crying, you said to yourself, oh my gosh, I'm still crying. I just can't stop. It's like you want to turn the button off to your emotions you're you're tired of feeling it all you're like come on i don't want to cry today i just cried and you're you're not being patient you know you're not allowing spirit to milk you basically <laughs> don't do that hear me and hear me clear don't rush that intimate moment that spirit is having with you. Don't get upset when you're crying three days in a row. Obviously, your spirit is feeling something that consciously you're not aware of in this moment and it needs to release it. There's so many people in this earth who have so much health problems, right? They have so much issues Mentally, financially, spiritually, emotionally, because they suppress so much emotion because nobody created a safe space for them to feel the sorrow and just let it be what it is. Nobody created a safe space for them to feel what they feel and not rush them to hurry up and feel better. I am considered a very happy person to outsiders. People see me and they'll say, Shaylee, you always look like you're in a good mood. You always look so happy. And what people don't understand is when you tell someone that you always look like this or you always come off like that, you're actually hurting them. Can we agree? I feel like I heard a female say yes. <laughs> it's interesting because as women, we'll hear things like you're always so strong, you know, and they be the first ones to try to break you. I hear people say you're always so happy, but once I'm sad, they, they just want to get away from me. And I've told my mom and I've told my aunt this numerous times that only if people knew before I had that genuine smile on, oh, I cried for 15 minutes. Only if they knew that before they see me at my high vibration, skipping down the block, laughing with everybody, I was in my dark place dealing with shadow work, dealing with am I wasting my time? 
Am I going to get my life together? Where am I? Am I doing what I was called to do? Spirit, are you proud of me? Am I doing the work? Questioning my existence, my, my, my sanity, asking why do I keep attracting the same people? Only if they knew before I came into their presence, I had a mental breakdown. <laughs> and because I gave myself the time, the space, the acceptance, the compassion to have a breakdown and not label it as depression, crazy, stupid, dumb, angry, just I'm feeling what I'm feeling right now. Only if they knew, I wonder what they would say. See, this is what I want y'all to understand. Not everybody deserves your smile. Not everybody deserves that. You know why? What did they do to get it? What did they do to deserve your beautiful smile? Because you know what you did to get your smile. You know that you cried many nights. That you questioned your sanity. That you questioned your intentions. That you questioned your journey. You questioned your walk. To get that smile. So when people come to you and be like, can you just smile for me? Ask them, why? What did you do to get this? And I I, I promise you, they'll probably look at you like you're crazy. But smiles come at a price. Can we talk? Smiles come at a price. After the battle with yourself, after the the moments of you crying and and asking spirit, just love me and help me and, and guide me. Help me figure this out. Once you get in that energy and, and you feel that thing, there is an authentic, calming, powerful smile that spirit grants you. Because spirit said, okay, you've laid your burdens down. You've laid your flaws down. You've surrendered. Your reward is smile now because I am now working it out in your favor. I've met so many men and and they've come to me and say, Shayla, can you smile for me? It just makes me feel better. Oh, I know why it makes you feel better because it's a genuine thing. I worked for this. So when you get it, oh, you're going to feel that energy. You're going to feel that power behind this smile because the smile, oh, baby, it came at a price. It came at a price of me being vulnerable with spirit and saying, I'm confused. I'm scared. I don't know where to go. I don't want to stop my growth. I don't want to self-sabotage. I don't want to hurt myself. I don't want to keep attracting the same type of spirits. I want to branch out, but I want to learn how to trust myself. Ooh, can we talk? I want to learn how to love myself. I want to learn how to get my life in order. I don't want to bear the weight of all of my family members i don't want to bear the weight of all of my insecurities so just i I gotta cry this out 
It comes at a price. So when people say, oh, your smile is, it's contagious that it just, it just does something to me. I've had people say, Shayla, I'm having a rough day. Can you just smile for me? And sometimes I'll smile for them and they'll be like, that's all I need. And they'll leave. <laughs> they, they will leave and let me know, Shayla, that smile did enough. And it's like, you getting this for free. But I had to pay for it. I had to cry for it and get on my knees for it. I had to crawl up in a baby fetal position to get this smile. Moving forward, my kings and queens, charge your smile. (laughs) Charge it because you worked for it. I know so many people who... I know so many people who are just going through it right now. The last thing they want to do is smile. The last thing they want to hear is somebody tell them to smile. What I want to say to y'all, because this is what I say to myself. Feel what you need to feel. Be where you need to be. If that means closing your door, lighting your candles, sitting down in silence and allowing spirit to come in and just sit with you, do that. Because nobody understands the battle, the fight, the trials and tribulations, the struggle, the suffering, the pain, the anger, the regrets, the grief that you are feeling. Now, I know that we're all connected and we've all felt it, yes. But sometimes you just got to know that spirit has you. Sometimes the worst thing you could do when you're mourning is call someone to help you mourn. Because sometimes they're not going to get it. Or they may make it about them. Or they may try to make you smile. Not a lot of people will create a safe space for you to purge and just feel. So the next time you feel the need to cry, cry by yourself. Feel what you need to feel without judging, without labeling it, without rushing it. And watch as you cry and as you mourn, spirit will gently Breathe peace. You ever cried and fall into a deep sleep? That deep sleep is spirit rebooting you so that in the morning you may smile. What is that scripture? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. So just know that by you having patience in the nighttime while you're mourning, the joy is Definitely, it is guaranteed to come in the morning. So on that note, my beautiful, beautiful souls, I send you love. I send you power and strength. Ashe.